Let us begin, everybody. Today, Baruch Hashem, right? We're Zoha, a new day, a new life. I have an extra, extra um, chizik. Unfortunately, it's uh, coming off of a negative. I don't want to say, I'm not sure how to say it, but obviously, as I was walking to Yeshiva this morning, after a very uh, challenging night, to say the least, where somebody can uh, get a phone call in the middle of the night that his father uh, passed away suddenly, and that a person knows that in one second his whole entire life can be turned upside down in one second. And to me, to me, obviously it should be... uh, uh, is the Shama should have an Aliyah. I don't know how it works before the Kvura. He's not even right. Aaron went a few hours ago to uh, back to the Levaya for his father. But to me, the 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 strength that we can take from this, at least at this, as we begin every day, is to remember how blessed we are to be alive and how blessed we are that it's just a regular morning and that uh, and that uh, you woke up. And you went to yeshiva, and and uh, you weren't woken up. I had to wake him up in the middle. He woke up in the middle of the night. He was already sleeping. To wake up in the middle of the night to know that his that his father suddenly passed away, had a massive heart attack, and he passed away. And that's his day. As we were in the airport last night at four three o'clock in the morning, he's like he says to me. He looked at me and he said, he said, he says, I, I just went to sleep. I just went into my bed to go to sleep. That's all I did. And now I'm, I'm at the airport going, going to my father's Leviah. That's pretty much what he said. In one second, Histarta Panecha Hayisi Nifal, in one second, a person's life can be turned upside down. And, 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 and the chizik for us, what we could get for it from, from that, at least what I get from it. Right, Yitzi, I don't know what my uh, voicemail is going to be this morning. I just was, was a little bit strange leaving my gratitude. I didn't, the truth is, to be honest with you, as, as I was walking to Yeshiva, so I, you, I leave Yitzi. I didn't really sleep last night. Mamish, not, mama, whatever it was, I was walking, walking to Yeshiva. I'm like, I didn't even want to leave a message. I'm like, I'm not leaving a message. I'm not leaving a message. Leaving a message. You know, it's like, and I said, okay, no. And my message was, I'm thankful that, I'm, that, I'm, that I didn't have a massive heart attack. What am I going to say? I'm thankful that I'm alive. What can I tell you? I'm thankful that I'm alive. I'm thankful that, that uh, I'm here, you know, and we're here again. So, so Hashem should protect all of us. Hashem should protect all of Klal Yisrael. Hashem should, should help that everybody should have only good things in their life and, and uh, nothing bad. The, 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 uh, it's, a, it's a message for us as a yeshiva. It's Hashem. I'll speak more about it tomorrow. It's a lesson for us in the yeshiva that it's... Uh, it's it's one of our it's one of our brothers it's one of our brothers who who's right now going to the levaya of his father, Amish. And what we can do is we can what what can we do? Everyone wants to know. So what am I supposed to do? So I think one of the things that we could do is we could be appreciative. We could appreciate life. We could be thankful for life. When there's death, you could be thankful to say Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. It's a regular day. Baruch Hashem, it's an ordinary, regular day. We have to be so thankful 
for regular, you know, reminds me of the, the mice as someone went, Rabbi Tversky writes this in one of his books. He says he came to Eretz Yisrael once and he was visiting, I mean now he lives in Eretz Yisrael, but he came and he went to, to his, one of his cousins and he, uh, an Alta Yid, an old Yid, a very holy old Yid Jew, an old Jew to get a bracha from him. And he said, Tzadik, you know, uh, give me a bracha. So his, his, his relative, who's an old Yushalmi Yid, right? I don't know if you guys even know what that is. It's hard to describe what an old Yushalmi, you know, Jew is. And he said to him, give me a bracha. And the, and the Yushalmi Yid said, you should have a lot of daigas, which means you should have a lot of worries. So Dr. Tversky, right, Tversky says, well, why, why, why are you telling me I should have a lot of worries? Like, I asked you for a bracha. Why are you telling me you should have a lot of worries? So he said to him, that's the biggest problem. He says, why? He says, because when a person has a real problem, a person has a real, real, real problem, then he doesn't worry about anything. He doesn't worry about the little things. He worries about just that one thing, and that's it. It takes over his life. So to have a lot of worries means, yeah, you wake up in the morning, I'm a little tired, you wake up in the morning, what am I doing with this? Uh, I gotta, what am I doing for Shabbos? What am I doing with this? Uh, I got to make all these decisions in my life, right? Do I, do I go to this restaurant or do I go to that restaurant? Do I stay in yeshiva a little? Uh, do I eat the blah, blah, Is my roommate blah, blah, right? I'm not taking away from the challenges that everybody has. But when you have the perspective, I remember myself, I remember that Misa, I always liked that mushal or that Misa that he said over until when I, when I heard a, a few years ago, probably three, four years ago, when my father, my father passed away, about, oh, not oh, around two years ago, I remember when he was, you know, uh, sick. So I remember Taka, that's what happened. It took over the family's life. That's all you think about. That's all you live in that world of your father being sick, a person lives in that world. So the biggest bracha is to have a regular day where you're, oh, this, uh, what can I do? <laughs> That's Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem. So as we start off every day in this yeshiva, as we start off with positivity, with positivity, Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem, we have, we have so much blessing. Baruch Hashem, we're able to be here. Baruch Hashem, we're able to learn Hilchus Lashon Hara. Baruch Hashem, we want to learn Hilchus Lashonara. Baruch Hashem, we want to be together. Baruch Hashem, see Moshe. You never know, right? You never know. There's another, we just booked another ticket. You know that. You heard what happened. I'm sure you heard what happened. Okay, yeah, yeah. Another, I kind of want to be the bearer of bad news, but someone else, right? Someone went on a flight again. I was going to wake you up and have him talk to you because two, two, of, the, two of the tzaddikim from Yeshiva went right away, Menachem Dubin, Right away, ran to me, um, and says, uh, "Do you want me, to, Rebbe? You want me to go with? You want me to go with Aaron back, back, uh, back to America?" Jumped right away. I'll go. He, he's booked his flight. He's coming back Monday. Go for for shows to help him. Whatever it is. Hi. Menachem went. Yeah, and then Binyamin Peltz also went close with him also afterwards he decided to go with him so but what do we got to do what we have to do is we got to do what we do every day we have to be thankful that this is what we can do every day we are thankful that we're here and we're thankful that it's a regular morning and we got to be thankful that we can actually think like the Goyen says the Goyen says what's going to be the biggest Gehenim 
The biggest Gehenim is, the worst Gehenim is that first second when your lights are out. When the lights go out and then you can't do anything anymore. You can't change. You can't grow. All anxiety and all fears come from the fact that you can do something. You would have no anxiety, you'd have no fears if you can't do anything. <laughs> Baruch Hashem, you could do things. Baruch Hashem, you have decisions that you can make. Baruch Hashem, we have so much. Hi, okay. So Hilchus Lashon Hara, let's continue. What we want to do is, Baruch Hashem, we want to be positive and we want to be happy and we want to live every day of our life. Like it says in this week's parsha, Avraham Bayamim. It's about living today. Today is your life. Today is your life. These moments are your life. Because the next moments that you're waiting for in a year from now, three years from now, what are you going to say? You're going to reminisce about yeshiva. And then you're going to talk about, oh, when am I going to retire? <laughs> That's the way it works. You're going to start talking about, oh, the good old days. Oh, when we did this, when I did this. So, so celebrate now. Live now the life that Hashem has given to you. Okay. What day are we on? Morty, I have no idea. My, 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 my head's a little all over the place over here. Um, 37. When the Chavetz Chaim was trying to sell his, his safer, a certain Rav told him, you see, for you it's not such a big deal to refrain from talking Lashon Hara. You're not really involved in claw work. And therefore, do not come across difficult situations. Can't imagine someone saying that to the Chavetz Chaim. As for me, I'm a Rav. I have to deal with many different situations. The Chavetz Chaim answered, I'm sorry, but you are wrong. There are different situations that I wrote down, specific halachas for every type of circumstance. There is no excuse for anyone at any given time not to abide by the halachas of Lashon Hara. In any situation that we find ourselves, we cannot say, oh, now I am involved in a shidduch, or now I'm having a problem with so-and-so. I can't be careful with Shemir Salashin. We have no excuse, because every situation there are clear cut halachas of what we can say and what we cannot say. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what, I don't know. Uh, I don't know, yeah, I'm not sure. Interesting. But the point is, is that there's every situation, every situation a person can go ahead and can know whether I'm allowed to say it, I'm not allowed to say it. Avak Lashonara, praising someone in a form which can cause him financial harm. You're not allowed to praise someone in a way that can cause him financial harm. Interesting. You say it about Avi. Avi lent you a lot of money. You're not allowed to publicly tell everybody that this guy lent you a lot of money. Why? Because this may cause a lot of people to go over to Avi and ask him <laughs> to borrow money. However, if someone asks you specifically, do you know who would lend me money, then you may mention his name. However, you, it's good to add, don't publicize this. If you know the person is a type who will not listen to you, then you're not allowed to tell him. So again, you can't just announce, oh, this guy lent me a lot of money, because then people are going to go to him. If someone asks you, 
do you know someone who I can borrow money from? You're allowed to say, borrow from him. As long as you know that the person who you're saying that he can borrow the money is not going to go ahead and spread it to other people. Hilchus Lashon Hara, Who would think that that's Lashon Hara? That's why we have to learn the halachas. Who would think it's Lashon Hara? Who would think so? Okay, question and comments? Question and comments. Right, so Morty, Morty just said something interesting, and, and I want to I, correct, Morty, correct, but a little bit even more. Ready for this? You, you, you got to learn the halachas. <laughs> Meaning, because someone would say, someone might think to say, he, Morty was saying, you have to use your seichel, is that what you're saying? You have to use your knowledge, you have to, be, you have to use your mind to understand what you could say, what you can't say. And I'm just saying, you have to learn the halachas to know what you could say and you can't say. Because I would never, without learning this, more without learning this, I would never imagine that you can't tell someone, oh, you, this guy lent me money. You would think you're praising the guy. No, no, that's, what do I mean? No, no, that's not what he says. That's only if he asks you. No, but I would never think that if I told, that if someone lent me, if someone lent me money, I would think that Adaraba, you're praising the guy to say that he lent me money. Say, oh, this guy lent me $10,000. This guy lent me a lot of money. You would think that it's the biggest compliment in the world. He's saying, it's Lashon Hara. I wouldn't know that if I didn't learn the Hilkha Lashon Hara. Yeah, it's like, it reminds me of, it's like when you overrate things. It's like, for example, with, uh, like business, when you overrate things, bad, bad and wrong Right? That's a different thing. That's already a, di- that's a different angle. That's not because people are going to go to him. That's because people will, will, will knock it. That's what we learned yesterday. They'll say, oh, yeah, you said the product was so good. I didn't think it was so good. That's a different angle. This is, this is saying, what would be wrong? Moshe, if you lent me $5,000 and I said, I just want to, everyone, let's give Moshe a big round of applause. He lent me $5,000. That is pure, <laughs> right? That would be pure. That, that according to the Chavaz Chaim, is saying that's Lashon Hara. Why? Because then everyone's going to start lining up to, to, to get money from you. That's, that's the Chiddush. You're right. If someone's going to say, oh, this guy Yankel is the best guy in the world, and he's blah, 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 someone's going to say, no, he's not. That's what you're talking about. Or this product is the best product in the world. This restaurant is the best restaurant in the world. No, it's not. I went there. It wasn't so good. Huh? So one is you're only praising and no one's knocking the praise. The other, the other one is that you're going to say it and then people are going to knock it. The, why, That's the problem. I don't know. I mean, what's the difference? I don't know. I don't know. I guess because then you're helping, you're helping that person. If someone asks you, say, where do you know someone who I can borrow money from? You're allowed to say you could borrow money from the reason is because you don't want people lines of people to come. Oh, but if the guy's going to be a loud mouth and he's going to tell people, then what you did was you made it that this guy's going to, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm just saying. It's so intricate. It's like you, we, you, you wouldn't know, you know. Maybe. Could be. That's a good question. 
Right, that's a good question. I don't know. Could be. Could be. That's a good question. Right? That's a good question. I don't know. We have to look into it. We have to look in the Shemir Salasha. We'll look in that halacha and see how he expounds on it. Yes, Yisrael. It's good. Yeah, I don't know. It's a good question. It could be. It could be that that would. It would uh, again. That halacha was financial harm. So I'm sorry. The Aaron's talking about financial harm. So doing homework for someone, right? That's not financial harm. This is causing the financial harm because he's going to have to lend. I guess I don't know. It's halacha. Good, 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 good. Okay, I don't know. I'm saying that's halacha. What do you? I'm saying that's that's halacha. So would it apply also if somebody? It happens to me sometimes. If somebody will ask me that comment to that guy page for the table gets up in the, in the restaurant, right? So I go, how much will you do? Uh, I shouldn't, I shouldn't say, right? Correct. Probably. It's a little thing. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be very careful. That's, that's, that's why it's so, that's why it's so important to learn these halachas. Sometimes I'm like, yom, so I'll ask someone to do a cigarette and then someone comes over to me and like, yo, where do you get the cigarette? Right. So, could, like, Right, that could be. That's unbelievable. Isn't that incredible? Who would think that it might be Lashon Hara to tell somebody where you got the cigarette from? Or to say, yeah, that guy gives out cigarettes, correct? Why? Yeah, it's unbelievable. That's why, just to answer, Daniel, remember you asked a few weeks ago, you know, what's the big deal? Just say, just say, you can't say, you know, you see the intricacies of these halachas, nobody would ever imagine that you can't say, praise somebody to say, you know, this guy's so nice, he lends me so much money. That, 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 that's that's Lashnara. It's unbelievable. Hashem should help each and every one of us, as, as we always say from the Chavetz Chaim, that the only way we can try and strengthen ourselves in our Shmiras halashan is by learning the halachas. That's all we can do. We can learn the halachas, we can talk about the halachas, and we can try as best as we can every day. Yes, Yoni? If you borrow someone's car, so then when someone asks you, Great question. question. Good question. I, I don't know. That's a, good, that's a good question. I don't know. If you say, oh yeah, that guy always lends his car out. Or he lends, he's such a nice guy. It could be. Now there, that's not as much of a financial harm. Not so much of a financial Here's what I meant a financial harm. I don't know. We'll have to look it up. It seems like this halacha. Just like I could say no, not to give this. I could say give this guy money, not to that guy money. But you're putting right, me in a right, right, situation. Right, right. I don't want to give that guy a car. Ayer. 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 We have to. I want to look up the source. That was just the uh, good questions. Yeah. The bottom line is. The bottom line is none of us. Yeah. It also has to do with the person you talk about. Like if I know for a fact somebody, I know, not, I know for a fact somebody who's about to do chesed. Right. And he's like, anybody who comes, he wants to. So then I feel like right. he's spreading it. It's like right, right, right. If a person has a gamach, a lot of times he wants. He wants people to know about it. You're right. That would be a time where you're allowed to. Yeah, Hashem should help each and every one of us. We should be zocha. Each and every one of us should be zocha. Yes, Rizev. And of course, yeah, of course. Would it be considered a 
If, if who? The person? The, the, somebody has to do... Now, that's not and Hara. I don't know if that's and Hara. If they, the, you could tell the other guy, you, be careful. He might, you know, he has a history, whatever. You're helping the, the, the guy. That's a whole separate, yeah. Hashem should help us. We should all be Zoha to learn the halachas, to learn Shmir Salashin. Should be a, uh, I didn't get the name of Aaron's father. Um, but, uh, you know, it should be, his, his neshama should have an aliyah that through us learning the Shmir Salashin. That's uh, uh, one, uh, one of the most important things that a Jew can do is to live a life, to live a life without speaking Lashnahara, to live a life being sensitive at what comes out of our mouth, that is our life. That a person is dibur, a person is able to speak. That's one of the gifts of a person, that he's able to speak, he's able to make connections with people. So Hashem should help us all that our lives will be lives of Mia Yisha Chavetz Chaim, is that every day we only speak positive things, we only think positive things. We only are looking at the good in, in, in other people, strengthening each other, being mechazik each other as Klal Yisrael. Shem should help us and all of Klal Yisrael not to speak any Lashon Hara today and every day. Okay, we are up to the third piece of love, of Ahava. And just to chazer over, just to review that love, the definition of love for a Jew, and as a Torah love, is not the definition of the world's love. The world's love, like we've been saying, is ironic that the world that we live in has so much hate. The world that we live in has been promoting so much hate. Meanwhile, where is all the love that everyone's, uh, that everyone's trying to grab? So what's the pshat? The pshat is that when you don't live and you don't understand what true ahava is, then, then obviously you're going to fall in the traps of, of the opposite of Ahava, the opposite of love, which is lack of commitment, lack of dedication. That's number one. That's what he says. The first component is that dedication to what you're doing. You're so focused on what you're doing. You're so focused in whatever it might be that you don't have any other, any other interest. It's almost... The muscle of you're sitting and you're dating the girl, you're with her at the restaurant, right? The worst thing you could do, I'm not even talking about Shmira Sinayim. I'm not talking about usher to look at, to, to usher that you're not allowed to look at somebody else. But imagine you're sitting there with, your, with the girl and you're trying to have this date and, and you're looking all around. You're looking at this one, you're looking at that one, saying, hello, what am I, uh, chopped liver over here? What's going on? Why, why, why are you all over the place? So when a person, that's a lack of love. Because what happens, like they say, when you're having a conversation with someone in a crowd, whatever it is, a person's having a conversation, you're always looking for the next best conversation. You're not really having a conversation with the guy. You're like, yeah, 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 yeah. always thinking about the next, right, the next conversation. That's not dedication. That's not commitment. Dedication and commitment is when you're talking to someone, you're talking to someone. You're listening to them. When you're learning, you're learning. When you're davening, you're davening. When you're, when you're, right, there used to be a time where five people can get in a car and they're actually in the car together. Now, people go in a car and this guy's on his phone with this person and the guy next to him is on his phone with that person. Right, I've said this. Right, it used to be you go on a plane. 
right? You, you go on an airplane and you actually talk to the person next to you. You actually spend 10, 11 hours. You actually learn who that person. Nowadays, what, what, you, don't, you might not even know who the person was next. You don't even know what he looks like. You don't know what she looks like. Why? Because you're on your thing. You're doing your thing. You know, especially if you're uh, you know sitting in a in a window seat and you don't really get out. You just do your thing. Watch your movie. You're in your own world, right? But the pshat is, the pshat is, is that, I don't know how got, got off the topic on that one, but the pshat is, is that, is that when you're with somebody, when you're with someone, and you're focused with somebody, and you're doing what you're doing, that is love. Love is your mind, your heart, your whole, your whole essence is with that person. You're dedicated, you're committed, you're there. Wherever you are, be there. That's, that's part of commitment of love. Dveikus, we'll call it. Dveikus Hashem is the fact that wherever I am, that's where I am, that's where Hashem wants me to be. That's the situation. That's the situation. That's exactly the way things are supposed to be. The second thing we said in love is simcha, which is appreciation. To realize how we have everything, to realize how blessed we are, for a person to realize that I'm able to dive and I'm able to learn, I'm able to be in yeshiva, I'm healthy, I'm, I'm living for, for Hashem. There's, there's no end to the gratitude and the thanks that a person can have. That's why we start off our day, ani. That's why we start off our day, we start off our day with the first words, right? Why don't we start off the day, ani modeh, I thank, because you don't start off the day with ani. You start off the day with modeh, Thank you, Hashem. You start off the day with gratitude. That gives a person a connection. Okay. Question, comments, and then we're going to number three. The third thing, which is a very, very, very interesting topic, which is a very hard topic, especially in our generation. Um, but those are the first two. Yes, Michal. I have a comment. Yes. Um, and the water breaker is for sure late to this. Yes. So Mir Tzachem, Mir Tzachem, you'll uh, you'll you'll be the change you want to see in the world. Right? That's all we can do is we can just make. That's all we can do. Yes, Shaya. I have a question. Right? Yes. Wherever you are, be there. Yes. What if you really don't like? What if you're tripping now? You don't enjoy where you are right now. You're right. Authentic, now. sustainable happiness, let alone emotional health, comes from one's connection to reality. That reality could stink. That reality could stink. But he's in reality. Exactly. I wouldn't even say, I don't even like anymore saying the word accepting. You're right, Yassi. The reason I would say accepting because that's a high level. I said, don't even accept it. At least acknowledge it. At least be okay with it. At least realize that I'm sad. I'm down. This stinks. But wherever I am, that's where I am. Don't be in denial. Don't be in denial where you're like, oh, so it's all, everyone's like, yeah, it's all G. It's all good. You're a liar. Right? It's not all G. It all stinks. That's why you're saying it's all G. It's not all good. Facts. Right, Nelson? Right? Don't tell me it's all good. It's not all good. You hate me. That's why you're saying it's all Yeah, you're upset at me. Yeah, it's all good. It's not all good. Say, I'm upset. G is not good. It's garbage. Uh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, we 
be there. So, so this isn't so that, talking about enjoying it. Just saying. Who says anything about enjoying it? There it is again. There it is again. Love again. Shia, and I'm happy that Shia keeps on doing this. Right, right, I know, I know, I know, I know. It's all G, it's all G. Shia keeps on going this, and it's important that he's going to. He's saying, enjoy it, because we're talking about love. So we're all waiting for the dedication to be, it's all beautiful and it's great. No, that's not what love is. Love, if you're waking up at 3 o'clock in the morning to change your kid's diaper, and you went to bed at 1 o'clock in the morning, and your wife asks you to get up to, to change the baby's diaper, are you enjoying that? You're like, oh, wow, I'm so lucky. This is awesome. So now you're like, yeah, of course I'm going to be like that. Yeah, right. You can say that because that's what's going to happen in five years from now. So, of course, yo, oh, and I'm going to work on myself so hard that when that baby's up and screaming and crying and I can't get my son to sleep, but it's my son, I'm going to look at him and say, oh, this is so amazing. Oh, look at that diaper that I'm changing. Whoa, no. That's not going to happen. If that happens, I don't know. You're, I, don't, I don't know. How about this? That's never happened to me. I don't know what anybody else goes through. No, I don't want to get up. I don't want to deal with this. Does that mean, does that, mean that, that love, so I don't love my kid because I don't get that enjoyment? No, it's the exact opposite. You love your kid. That's why you're changing his diaper. That's why you're committed, That's why you're committed to him. So really, the whole point of this world is to have zero enjoyment. Well, no, 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 one second, one second. Relax, relax, relax. Oh, hey, 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 no, so that's, so that's where... <laughs> It doesn't have, no. Because wherever you are, be there. You so, love, so you don't really have to enjoy anything. Like no, because there are times that are enjoyable. Wherever you are, be there is. And how about this? Let me ask you a question. People are not happy when you're drinking, when you're drinking a good coffee, when you're feeling good, when you're learning Torah, when you're going ahead and having a good conversation with someone. You say, wow, this is great, wherever I am I'm there. Yeah, that's great. You feel that. You enjoy that. It's awesome. Most of the time, we don't enjoy our coffee because we're not there. People who eat, if you ever notice, this is just a practical thing for everybody. If you're eating and you're on your phone watching something, or you're eating and you're talking to someone, you're not going to enjoy your food as much. When you sit down and you eat, and you enjoy what you're eating, and you look at what you're eating, the Gemara says, the Gemara says, the Gemara says that a blind person, a person in the dark, doesn't enjoy his food. It's a, that's a fact. The Gemara says that it's a fact, but I'm saying it, it is a fact. If you can't see your food, you don't enjoy it. You enjoy it. A guy's watching something, he's texting someone, he's this. He's not enjoying himself. He's somewhere else. The more you are where you are, and the more you're able to experience where you are, for good and bad, that's authentic, sustainable happiness because you're in touch with reality. Walk to the base. Now what? Walk to the base. Correct. You walk to the base medrash. So when a guy's on his phone walking to the base medrash or walking from the base medrash, so smell the roses. Our problem, a lot of our problem in our generation is we don't smell the roses because we don't, we're not in that world. We're not in the world of smelling the roses. We're, we're looking at a picture of the rose or someone else's rose. I don't want someone else's rose. I want my rose. I'm not chasing nobody's rose. I want my rose. Shalom. Shalom. Yeah. Um, 
does it also, even when you're doing things that are, let's say, bad for you, also you should be in reality when you're doing those bad things? Right. Well, again, it's not, first of all, there's not, I should be in that. The, the, the authentic, sustainable happiness, being in touch with what is, is, you know, I, I don't know if this is what you're referring to. When a person, we've spoken about this many times here, if a person's sad, if a person's down, the more you learn to experience that emotion, the more you'll be able to get through that emotion. The reason people get stuck, why do people get stuck and they feel, oh, like when I was five years old? when I was 10 years old. The emotions, you know why you get stuck, the emotions? I'm gonna say a new shot over here. It's not the shot that you get stuck in the emotions. You never experienced what you're supposed to experience. When you're sad, when something happens to you that hurts you and you don't experience it, it doesn't mean that it doesn't hurt you. It does hurt you. And there's a reason that you're supposed to experience the hurt. So I don't know if that a little bit what you were saying. It is exactly. I was talking about. I always try to, in general, just keep a, always positive. Never like if there's like if I feel let's say something bad's about to happen, I I use as hard as I can to make sure that wouldn't happen. And like if I was sad, like what's wrong with me? How come I'm sad? And I remember I realized like I finally realized like what does that mean? What's wrong with me? I'm sad. How, I, there's something wrong with me for saying that. That. Wow. You have to experience every emotion. Every emotion is good for you. Beautiful. You have to understand. Beautiful. Follow. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And now, and now, easier said, easier said than done sometimes, because when the feeling comes, right, we don't, we don't want to be there. We don't want to be there. We don't want to be there. But the more, huh? I mean, what what could you do to to to, to well, be I, there? Yesterday, yeah. This morning, I went through lots of very intense emotions, and I was suddenly back three years ago, and I was managed there. Everything that I worked on felt like I've done nothing. So how can I be there and know it's it's okay to feel that? You know, I gave myself a feeling. Why am I feeling? Why am I feeling? Like, uh, how I felt. I'm trying to get out of it so far. Beautiful. So, advice? Yes, first of all. Amazing. Amazing. I mean, I'll, I'll throw it out. I mean, I have some things, but I'd love to hear from everyone here, because I, I know we've all, I know what Shlaimi's saying, what Shalom is saying, is something that we all go through. We all go through, we all go through, um, a, a lot of emotions and we go through a lot of ups and downs and we've gone through ups and downs and uh, it's a great question so yeah Michal you're addressing his question yeah yes so, I, I, I'm not saying a wild guess here but like sometimes like we push away like like right now like you were saying like how could I have felt this like why was I not okay with those feelings like we kind of are like right now by talking about it and being like why was I pushing it away after being okay with those feelings and realizing that like those feelings weren't like they had to come and you're accepting them and you're being part of saying this is what you're supposed to be doing. You're like asking what you're supposed to be doing like as if there was some way you should have reacted differently. Like this is you reacting the right way. You're like, okay, 
had those feelings, they were unenjoyable, I tried to push them away, but now I'm being like, okay, they come, and it has to come, and I just have to be okay with them being like, yeah, because sometimes I am in the sad mood, and sometimes that's what I am, it's not about changing, it's about like, I'm allowed to be in a sad mood, I'm allowed to be like, I feel like I'm just a thing, you know, and like, you're allowed to be like, what the heck, I don't want to be here, it doesn't mean that you have, you have something to change, or there's some trick to do, it's just about being like, yeah, it sucks that you were there, and it sucks that you like you tried to push away, and now you're realizing like it just is. It is what it is. You gotta just keep moving. Beautiful, beautiful. I, I want to say. And I'd like to hear more. I think this is so important. Um, I, I think one of the things that you that you you said in the beginning, and then you, you know, I, I think talk. I think that's the 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 beauty of what we do over here in yeshiva. I think when you talk about something, and you don't hold it inside and you share it, and you say, you know, it's hard for me, and it's difficult for me, and I'm in pain, and I'm, I am confused, and I have fears, and, and you talk, and then suddenly you realize that everyone's like, um, yeah, like, it's like saying I'm hungry. Does anyone say, oh, they're hungry, like, you're, you're hungry also? Like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, we get hungry. So yeah, I get nervous. Yeah, I get sad. Yeah, I have things about me that I'm, that I'm, I think what Michal is saying, and I know we all know this, but I think that the more we remind ourselves that, that not only is it, is it all good that I'm sad, and that like, okay, I'm sad. No, 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 like Shalom was saying. No, we're meant to experience Right? Let, let, let me just, let me backtrack, and then I, I really want to hear from you guys. What do you do when someone else is sad? How does a person, when someone's sad, how are you going to react when your kid hurts himself? Or your child is bullied by someone in school? Or your wife comes back and has a very bad experience at work, and she comes back home, and she's sad. So, so the most important... Um, character to work on. I'm just now, I'm just giving everybody uh, advice as a spouse, as a father, as a friend. I don't know if anyone wants to say, what would you say the first thing you want to do when your child, when your wife comes to you and says, you know, someone hurt me? What? It's okay. What? what? It's, okay. it's okay. You're going to put your arm around them. Oh, wow. What's that word called? That's called empathy. To practice empathy. To learn empathy, to learn how to sit with somebody, especially, God willing, when you get married, right? We, we like to fix things. You get nervous. Uh-oh, uh-oh, my wife's, this is the problem. Uh-oh, what am I going to do? My son's having a problem in school. Uh-oh, what am I going to do? i got to fix it. You don't have to fix anything. What you have to do, what you want to do, is you want to say, wow, that must be so painful, I'm so sorry. But when it comes to ourselves, we don't do that. Anyone else want to, uh, want to, yes, Rabbi? Yeah, just Rabbi. To, um, I remember I was going to say the same thing. When I was um, working on something with my therapist, he told me, like, what do you think about that? Well, I, first no, of all, how am I? No, 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 no. How blessed, how blessed are we to be able to sit in front of a tzaddik talmachacham Erlichiyid, who's going to say publicly 
to Leon Hara, how many people listen, to say, when I was working on something with my therapist, you know what? That alone, that alone is, is helpful. That alone is helpful. To look up to somebody to say, yes, I'm working on something with my therapist. I'm proud to say that. I'm not embarrassed to say, to say, I am sad. I'm proud to say that I am sad. I'm proud to say that I have anxiety. I'm proud to say that I'm confused. I'm proud to say that I have problems. I'm proud. Yes. So, um, Sorry, I just got a... Uh, right? Amazing. Sinkarabha, yeah, right? First of all, I, I wasn't expecting that because I, I think everybody already knows... So okay, it's good to chazer over. Yeah. But in parentheses, I just want to just put it out there that the reason why I'm so... I feel so cool that I can say in public I've been a therapist because the environment that Rabbi Fisher created here which makes it a place that that's a cool thing to do. Yeah. And I've noticed it because I've been you know other places, family gatherings, and like I'm about to say it, and I'm like, yeah, maybe I should. Anyway, um, I got to work on that also. Anyway, so I was sitting with, and I, he asked me, what do you think in your mind when you do that? And I said, you're an idiot. And he was like, if you were working with any of your students or anybody else, would you ever respond that way to him messing up? And I was like, of course not. So he said, how do you expect to educate yourself with a method that doesn't work? So this is exactly what the rap just said. It just like it was like a real life. Yeah. It was like a real like you know light bulb epiphany, like you were talking about with um the therapist so, essay. It was one right. of the things that it just changed my whole gears of my brain. Like, yeah, like no, that's not gonna work. Yeah. You know it doesn't work. So right. Talk to yourself. Right. You have this feeling. Right. Same way you said it, a guy comes to you. Right. Put your hand around amazing. Amazing. Amazing book. It's called Homecoming. And we. It was, it's what? all about this. It's all about how to have conversations with. It's called your inner child. And I saw it here, and I, I don't know what happened to it, but it's called Homecoming, and it's a great book. Okay. Beautiful. Shkayakrabsukarab. Amazing. Yeah. Shalom. Or like a comment slash answer to it. Yeah. There's, there's a movie called Inside Out. Yeah. But I remember the movie, like, it really helped me understand this thing about how you have to love and appreciate your sad moments when you're down. Because, like, the whole movie's based on this, like, there's, like, these characters in a person's brain. There's happiness, sadness, and there's, like, right. compassion, and there's anger. And basically, the whole movie is basically this, this happiness, like, person is, like, in control the entire time. And, like, Whenever the sad is trying to like come out and like speak up, the happiness will not let it. And like in, a, in the end, eventually, what it comes out is that you, the sadness has to be the main point because you're always going to bounce back to happiness. You're always going to. We're generally happy. Beautiful. We're generally in a. We're generally always like in a good place. We're always there's going to be moments when you're sad. So you have like the sadness, and I guess on a pedestal, and like you really appreciate that. And then you'll be able to get back to the happiness. Wow, beautiful. Shabbat shalom. Beautiful. Yes, Pansy. In, in, in one sentence, it's that if, if I'm asking how do I change, how do I deal with my feelings, and that's already that's wrong, that's not the right thing to do. The only way is just to say, I, I really want to fix it, but I can't fix it. And if you're asking what can I do, the answer is not meant to do anything. Right. Beautiful. Beautiful. Why? Uh, it's not just up there. I'm, uh, I have emotion. It's, 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 it's not thinking that they're 
Right, but he, I, I think what Benzi's saying is that the first step is just to say, who says I have to do anything? First, let me experience it. Then, after I experience it, usually, in what you're saying, Yehuda, usually once you experience it, then it's over. It's like, you, you did it. You did whatever you're supposed to experience. Yes? If it was this easy, then we wouldn't have these issues. Right? Can I get some real juice on like, how to deal with it? Because it's nice and fluffy to talk about it, but like, we all end up there, and then it's like, oh, whoa. And then like, we forget about Mrs. We forget about everything, and like, everything goes out the window. Then we're like, no, 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 I have a problem. You know what I'm saying? So, does there any advice on how to like, actually... That's because I'm not actually It's talk and talk and walk the walk. Yeah, I think, I think it's about consistently practicing. Living, yeah. Learning. Right, right. You practice. That's what I say. That's what I say. Right, that's what I say. Why, why do we do this every day? Why do I stand up here every day? Why do we say, how many times can we talk about positivity? How much can we say we don't want to talk about Shadar? How much do we want to say we want to love ourselves? We want to judge favorably? All right, I got it. I got it. No. No. It doesn't last. Just like showering doesn't last. That's why we recommend it. And like Yehuda Mattel says, if you've got to shower five times a day, if you've got to chazis over five times a day, that's why people, if you read any of these books, people put in their rooms. I know what you guys have put on your, on your walls in your rooms. People have, people have, why, he's got good, mad, mad Really? Why? If you wake up every morning, if you wake up every morning, which happens to a lot of us, which is negativity and whatever you're thinking, and then you look up and you say, be thankful, you know, whatever it is. Be positive or, you know, life is a gift. So subconsciously, you feed your brain. You feed it and you feed it. Again, you know what, I'm, I want to, this is very important. There's, there's a record that we're all playing in our brain. There's a record that we play over and over and over. I think in psychology, they say by the time you're six years old. I think that's like according to everybody. Some people hold when you're like three years old. But let's say by the time you're six or eight years old, you are programmed. That means you're going to be thinking more or less the same exact thoughts over and over and over again, just in different, manifested differently. But overall, you're going to be playing those same thoughts. Now go move forward till you're 18 years old. So you, for 18 years, have been playing every time you get sad, every time someone looks at you a certain way, every time you go through a certain thing, you automatically are going to play a record in your brain over and over. What that does to a person is it, is it locks a person. It locks you in to that's who you are. It's called determinism. In psychology, it's called determinism. The Freudians love it. It's a conversation we could have from that book. I know people, psychology is very pro-Freud, psychoanalytics, you are who you are. You'll never be able to change, whatever. I'm not getting into that whole discussion. It's called determinism, and it's true. Because that record is playing over and over. When a person like Moshe is going to put, and this is really the book 
of reinventing yourself is definitely challenges that. When you're able to challenge, right? Daniel did it the other, uh, Daniel, we had the other day when we were, t- we were with the first year, we were talking at night about money, and then Daniel Gross asked a, a great question. He's like, why? I forgot the way he said it. I'm not going to say it as good as he said. He challenged something that you grow up with, like that you drink, like in your baby bottle, which is why is it then that money is whatever he was saying. And it was like a great question. Like, why is it? Why is it that I have to assume that life means that I have to be negative about things? Why do I have to assume that if I go to a Shabbos table and I'm sitting at a table that people are going to talk Lush and Hara and I'm gonna, they're going to talk about nothingness and that that's the way, why? When you challenge your record playing, when you challenge what you think is the truth about the way you think about your father, your mother. The biggest challenge that we have because we're Jewish and we're from and we're Orthodox and we all grew up with a certain very, very, very strong religious this is right, this is wrong. You do this, you're going to heaven. You do this, you're going to Gehenna. Very black and white. When you grow up with that intensely, so it's very difficult to reprogram your brain. But when a person, Shia, like you're asking, so you're saying, how can I do it? It's great, we're talking here for 20 minutes for a half hour, but that ain't going to do it. And the answer is, you're right, Shia, it ain't going to do it. It's not going to do it. It's a start. What you have to do is you have to reprogram your brain to wake up in the morning to say, I love myself. I accept myself. They have... They have uh, things where people look, right, affirmations. It's not just Tom, where you look in the mirror and you say, I am okay. I do respect myself. I'm going to move forward. I'm going to be successful. And you do that and you reprogram. You reprogram. We're waiting for the tape to be played for us. We're not willing to reprogram. So, so the reason I was saying that, the reason why it's so important to constantly flush your brain, flush your emotions with all, and, and, and what are we fighting against? We're fighting against, right, I have to say something, right? Everyone, everyone here knows, everyone know, here knows that, that the world of, of media, the world of the news, the world of the outside world, is not feeding positivity and love. There, there's a, a, a person here, a tzaddik. Anyone who knows him knows he's a big, big tzaddik. He was a tzaddik before this, but now he's a bigger tzaddik, where he, he spoke to me. We spoke the other day about him not having his phone, and he, 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 he doesn't have his phone anymore. He gave away his phone. He gave away his phone. He'll tell us. Right, Binyamin Berkowitz. Binyamin Berkowitz. Why? Not, not because, and not because, and not because anyone forced him. Not because he's making anything on it. Not nothing. And, and I, it just hit me, Binyamin. Something interesting. What book just hit me? What book recently 
did you start reading? Remember, we spoke about it. You're like, wow, this book, you keep on quoting. What's the name of the book that you, <coughs> what? The Power, Binyamin, how long ago did you start that? Week and a half ago, Binyamin started a book, which is a book that everyone has to read. The, the, the right? The Gift of Power of, of Positive Thinking. Positive, that's the name of the book? Right. Power of Positive Thinking. How ironic. What a coincidence that a week and a half after he's reading a book, and tell us, Binyamin, what is the Yisod? What so far is the foundation of that book? Right, right. Anything that you want to do. And so you have to have a, whether you think you can or you think you can, you are right. Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you are right. So how ironic, after he's starting to read a book, Shalom, you got that one? Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Think about it again. Anyone who didn't get it, let's just talk it out. Everyone got that? Whether you think you can or you think you can't, then you are right. Because if you think you can't, then you're right. You can't. And if you think you can, then you're right. You can. That's where it begins. Then you're right. Then you can. If you think... Okay, correct. Okay. So what's the shot? What's the shot? Yeah, go, Benjamin. Go, go. Correct. It's just a matter of changing your mind. Correct. 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 And what would be the correlation? What would be the correlation of of letting suddenly he's saying, I don't want my phone. Why? He doesn't want his phone because he wants to think for himself. He wants to recreate his life. He wants to start thinking the thoughts that he wants to think. Not the thoughts that someone else wants me to think. You had your hand up, Yoni? Yeah. I wanted to say, um, I feel like one of the biggest parts of happiness is feeling sad. Because if you never feel sad, then you'll never feel happy. Mm. Mm. I like that. I like that a lot. And, and, and you know what's interesting about that? In, in um, you know, people think it's one of the... Uh, El Yakum spoke about this. I spoke to Daniel Stefanski on the day of his thing. We had a great conversation about the effect of drugs and alcohol. And one of the things that that uh, that he said, which is so true, I said I, I, I read this a while ago, but he said it that he himself experienced it, is that the reason people escape is because they don't want to feel the sadness. But exactly what Yoni is saying, if you're not experiencing the sadness, you're also not going to experience the happiness. So what people don't realize when they run away from their anxiety and they try and cover it over with with however they're doing it, what they're doing is they're not only numbing their sadness, they're numbing their happiness. And what happens is you can't feel anything. 
So it's mamish a riot to what you're saying, Yoni. Because if a person can experience his sadness, a person can experience his downs, then he can experience his highs. Beautiful. Amazing. 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 Yes, Shalom Zalman. Basically, what Rebbe is talking about negative side of playing the bad program in our head is the proof that the positive side works as well. As long as we reprogram what we're playing in our head to be positive, to be positive influence. The thing is, we just have to stay committed to reprogramming. It's like when you're on a computer and you reprogram, it's like you're at 90%, 91, 92, and then you're like, ah, it's taking too long, we can cancel. Right. It's like we're, we've been 18 years programmed in a bad way, probably 23 years, whatever it is, and now we're starting the process of trying to make it positive, and a year in or two years in, we're like, I'm working so hard to make it happen. Yeah, it takes time to beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Well said. I like that a lot. I, I want to say, I like a lot what someone's always said. I want to ma- make just one point in what he's saying. Not only are we programmed from six years old, we reprogram that, we, we, we validate the program that was in our head for six years because we don't, it's not the shot that we're negative at six and then it just plays. We are pressing the play button over and over and we are confirming and affirming the negative things. It's not the shot, oh, right, we go back, right, a lot of guys when they have trauma or they have anxiety, they go back to, that's where I felt, like you said, three years ago, five years ago. No, no, you've been, you've been affirming that. You've been saying, yes, you're right to that five-year-old kid. You've been saying, yes, you're right to that 15-year-old kid or whatever you experience. You've been saying, yes, you're right. No, you're not, you're wrong. And like Shlomo Zalman saying, a guy that has one one epiphany about, oh, I got to be positive. And then what does he want? Oh, he comes to our yeshiva, Baruch Hashem, and you come to Sils Yisharim, we learn, we talk, the environment, and you're like, okay, great. I'm here for six months, I'm half here, I'm not here, I'm blah, 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 and then that's it. My life's going to be, no, no. Spend another 20 years now working on this, and by the time you get to 40, you'll be healthy, God willing. But you got to start the process. got to start the process. It doesn't happen overnight. And, and what I meant, by the time you get to 40, you'll be healthy before you're 40 also. But I'm saying by the time you get to 40, you'll, you'll have balanced out your 20 years, or whatever it is, of negative thinking for a 20 years of positive thinking. But it's day in, day out. You know why? Like Shoma Zalman said, because day in, day out, you've been beating yourself up. So you have someone who's been beating himself up for a year, day in, day out, day in, day out. So spend a, a year loving yourself day in, day out, day in, day out, day in, day out. Then you'll start seeing effects. Beautiful. Yes, Morty? And a few more, and then we'll wrap it up for today. Baruch Hashem, yeah. The fact is, when you think about it, it's like all these things that we say, like persistency over consistency, positive over negative, and like, uh, and like what we spoke about yesterday was really a big basis, a big like, uh, from the body, you know, to, from the beginning, like what we spoke about, the joy and the happiness of serving Hashem. But in a sense, it's, it's very, I think it's an emphasis on positive, like positive thinking, understanding that, yeah, like, um, you had a stage yesterday where, like, 
yeah, it was a terrible three hours, you were zoned out. But what about the three hours before that? Like, what what did you feel over there? And what about the three hours after that? And what about now? In fact, if you take those three hours, yeah, you're 100%, you're supposed to feel those three hours. You're supposed to, you're supposed to, you're supposed to do Experience. Well from it. And then the day you think about today, you think about then, like, well, like, whoa, like, what's, what's going on? Like, what are you, like, you know, like, you, you like, think about, like, how did I let myself, not let myself, you know, you get, like, no, 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 Shaggy said, what are, like, long words, but you, how did I get myself to feel so off from just that, I don't know, it could be little, it could be big, but then you, you bring it back to today, like, you're like, oh, like, right now, like, it's like, I'm not even, like, I'm not even, like, in that zone. And like so, it's dwelling. It the focus is being persistent on the positivity, and not and not persistent on the negativity. Beautiful, uh, it's, beautiful, it's beautiful, beautiful, more. Oh. Yeah, Shemmy. Ah. What What do you mean by middle? Right, so I think I think you're the one. I think you're the one who sent the. Um, let me just get the quote. Um, I think you were the one. I'll see if I took a picture of it. Um, I think the quote was someone maybe. Someone maybe uh, remind me if they know where it is, how to find it. But basically, it's something like um, having things work out doesn't mean that everything is going to work out okay. What was the line? Yeah. Well, who said that? Yeah. What was the line? I got that from the I know. I know. I'm trying to think. It's not that everything is going to be okay. Life is not that everything is going to be okay, because everything might not be okay. But I'm going to be okay with everything. You hear the difference? Meaning, meaning, when a person is waiting for the highs and the lows, then he's sort of relying on his, his state of whatever it is based on circumstance, as opposed to whatever is going to come my way, I will be okay. That goes if I'm sad, that goes if I'm happy, I'll be okay. I can handle it. I'll be able to experience it. So that keeps you sort of even healed. Because you know what? Gamze Yavar. When a person has a high, what do we do at a wedding? We smash the glass. Why? To say that it doesn't always stay like this. There's a korban. And when things are sad, when things are sad on Tishabov, right? You don't say Tachanun. Why? Because there's, there's happiness in there. It's never all dark, and it's never all light. There's always, things will pass. Things are, when a person lives in that world where my high is not going to stay high, I'm going to have a low. And when a person's in a low, right, what's the biggest low that happens to a person when he's in a low? Is he thinks he's going to stay there forever. You're not going to stay there forever. And when you're on a high... You're not going to stay there forever. We want to press that button when we're on a high. We want to press the button and we want to be like, that's, that, you know, like when you put on the air conditioner, that's the exact temperature I want. Let's click it in, right? 
like you're cruising in a car, 74 miles per hour. I'm just picking that because that way they can't get, give you a ticket. 74, 65, you know what I'm saying? Right, 74, cruising on that, and that's it. That, that's not the way it goes. You're not going to be able to cruise it. You're going to have to slow down. You're going to go on side roads. There's going to be bumps on the road. So the more a person is in that mindset, the more he lives a more balanced life, I think so, as opposed to waiting for this, not wanting to experience that. Yes? Dr. Dross, Shimmy and, and Schneider were saying before, the Maisa, everybody here, all of us, Baruch Hashem, are on the path of Tshuva. Tshuva, like the Chavitzchai, what's Tshuva? So he says, I think he gives the marshal, you're going on a train, and you're going downwards, right? you're going the wrong direction, so... So first, we're going in the wrong direction. So we're going on the train. You know, we realize, oh, I'm supposed to go up north. I'm going way down south. So we said, so we get nervous. We get thing, and we still continue going. We still continue going down in the downward path, which is what happened. So we just have his What's Shuba? Shuba is not getting back up north. Shuba is getting off the train, going to the other side of the track, the other platform, and, and and once you're on the path up, as you get on the train, the next train northward, northbound, and you're ready. That's called Shuba. That's called tshuva. Now, Nachman explains that the, that part of this path of tshuva is that you're going to go through all the stops that you went through on the way down south. Hmm. You passed 50 pounds on the way down south. Hmm. The only difference is now I'm going northbound. So, of course, you're going through a situation of three years ago, and of course, there's going to be downtime. But when I'm going through the downtimes, I'm not going the same way I was going downwards. Downwards, hmm. I was depressed, and it just catapulted me more southward. Now, when I'm through that situation, you come out after the three hours, you come out, we're in that down, and we're like, okay. And you, you leave that stop, and you're like, wow, I passed that much different than I did before. Baruch Hashem, keep going northbound. Beautiful, what about beautiful. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful, Not to be aware, to say that, you know what? You know what? You'll get the most out of your high when you realize it's not going to be there forever. So you enjoy it more. If I have one coffee, then I know I'm only having that coffee. So it's like, ah, that's, that's where addictions come from. Oh, I have 30 coffees, so I don't even enjoy the first coffee. I'll go with the example of the coffee. So if right. I know the bottom of the cup of the coffee is where like, all the nasty right. stuff at the bottom. Right. So the whole time drinking the cup, I know that it's bottom of the nasty, so I'm going to enjoy the rest of the cup, knowing that let me enjoy this part, because that part right. I want. Exactly. I'm saying, so also when right. I'm doing great, it's saying, okay, but I know like I have this thing to do, I don't like it so much, so meaning while I'm doing great, I'm not aware of the yeah, again, again, I was more focusing on, on things change. Today will never, ever exist ever, ever again, ever. This moment that we just had will never, ever, ever exist ever again. That's how the tzaddikim live their life. The tzaddikim live that this hour, this moment, never existed ever and never, ever will exist. So they're able to be in that moment to try and get the most out of that moment. So all I was saying was that highs and lows, it's not about the high and the low. It's, it's that, and that's why, I'm sorry to just go back to this, that's why authentic, sustainable happiness is when I'm connected to the moment. I'm connected to what is. 
And that means I'm connected to this. You know what? A better enjoyment of the coffee would be every sip of the coffee. I'm not even thinking about the bottom of it. I'm in that moment. I'm experiencing whatever Hashem is giving me to experience. Whether it's good, whether it's bad, I'm experiencing what is. That is a balanced life and a life connected to the truth, connected to reality. That's, that's, that's the truth. That's the MS. Okay, Hashem should help us. Hashem should help each and every one of us. We should be Zoha, all of us. We should be Zoha to move forward. We should be Zoha, all of us, to be able to reprogram ourselves. We should be Zoha to connect ourselves to, the, to what we want. Not to what happens to us, but how we want to react to what happens to us. Hashem should help us all create an incredible day. And to remember, today is your first day. This is the day. The day is the first day of the rest of your life. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Yeah, what was the thing of the I'm going to go back to that example because it's a very good example.